Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Really looking forward to tonight. We've got Gavin Herndon with us. Gavin's from the state of Kentucky. He's a 25 uncommitted, and we're going to have a great conversation. Hey, Gavin, are you there? Yes, sir, I'm here. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, I am so happy to talk with you tonight. I tell you what, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Maybe tell us where you go to high school, your travel team, GPA, and How'd you get into baseball? So I'm a 2025 out of Henderson County High School. I currently have around a 3.85 GPA. In the summer, I play for the River City Royals based out of Evansville, Indiana. I've grown up around the game with my dad and my granddad both loving the game. They had me in the yard at a very early age, throwing the ball around and just hanging out with them. And and I just fell in love with it. I started playing t-ball at three travel ball at seven and have just loved the game ever since heck yeah man i can absolutely relate to that did you say your your dad and your granddad yes sir man that's so cool so you uh so henderson county your grand your grandfather lives in or lived in henderson county as well well he lives in richmond kentucky that's close to lexington Okay, I got you. I'm trying to get my bearings, so that's fantastic. University of Kentucky, are, are y'all big uh, Wildcat fans? Yes, sir. I tell you what, they had a great year, a fantastic year, man. Nobody was expecting that, and, man, they absolutely put on a great show, went to the College World Series. Yeah, you know, they, in the, they definitely showed out. Yeah, absolutely. One little plug, I'll throw it in. I always bring up my son, right? Well, my son played with the catcher from the Wildcats this year. You know, when they were, they were both at, uh, they both played for a travel team called Central Florida Wolverines. And uh, so that was pretty cool. Definitely kept my eye on him. And uh, it's cool to see guys that my son played with playing across the country as well. That's kind of a neat thing. So let me ask you something. That's a really cool thing. Go ahead. Oh, man, big time. So let me ask you, so what positions do you play? And uh, why don't you tell us a couple of strengths that you have and maybe uh, maybe something that you're trying to work on as well. So my primary is catcher. I play a little corner infield, a little corner outfield. Some of my strengths of my catching are framing and my receiving, my blocking. For my hitting, con- I'm a good contact hitter, can take the ball to opposite field. I can lay down a bunt when I need to. My, some of my weaknesses that I need to improve on, my arm strength on my throwdowns, my power at the plate, and I don't get to run a lot of bases, so definitely need to improve on that. Okay. So uh, I tell you what, why don't you give us a little bit of your measurements, like uh, height and weight, and maybe if you're playing a ton of, of catcher, like a, maybe a, a verified pop time. So I don't really like measure pop time a lot. It's like two oh, I think, somewhere around that. My I'm six foot, 
about 155, 160 pounds. Okay. Outstanding. I tell you what, the thing, I think a couple of points that you kind of brought up, talking about improving your arm strength. One thing that's really kind of amazing with the catching is uh, there's so many things that kind of come into play on your throwdown specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not always your arm strength. There's so many little things. The footwork is obviously your release. It's your hips. I mean, there's so many various things that go into that. And then um, the other thing that I really appreciate you bringing up was improving your base running. I thought that was kind of awesome. I would say probably being a catcher, you probably had a, a many instances where they brought in a pinch runner for you. Yep. You know? Yep. Absolutely. I can see that. Um, but hey, that's that's just kind of the way this game works sometimes. So big time contact hitter. One thing I didn't ask you about when we went through the first question, uh, I really kind of want to have a feel for how did your high school season go? So I played on JV this year, but the program actually got to the final four. Man, that's big time right there. You know, I mean, so historically, has your school been in uh, like kind of like a big time powerhouse, a lot of tradition, or was this like a breakout year? They started out slow, but then they really, really picked it up. Okay, man, that's outstanding. Did you have any opportunity to, to uh, play or practice with them at all? I got to practice with them, but I didn't get to play with them this year. Okay, all right. And last year, uh, you were a sophomore. Yes. Okay, fantastic, Gavin. Hey, everybody that's joining, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate you being here. Thank you for your support. Uh, if you did get in late, don't worry about it. We record this space, and uh, we'll be able to retweet it out later in its entirety, and you'll certainly be able to hear it then. We're speaking tonight with Gavin Herndon. He is a 25 graduate. He's at the state of Kentucky. And uh, one of the things that I'm kind of thinking about here is, as we're moving through Especially, you know, how do you stay motivated? You know, and, and I would love to, to kind of hear your response from this because I'm thinking about growing up, playing with your dad, kind of introducing you to the game, your granddad. I mean, that's, that is really special, you know, to have two, probably two of the biggest guys in your life that you really look up to. And, and you're probably trying to kind of model your life after them as well. And they're the ones that are kind of showing you the, the, the game to begin with. But how do you stay motivated to improve your skills? And maybe what is it that you do to, to push yourself to get better? So when I when you love the game I, as much as I do and you love the practices just as much, it's not hard to find the motivation to push yourself to want to get better. But really outside of that, a couple of years ago, my dad got me the Zan Barksdale Throwing Journal from the Catching 101 website. And that really taught me to develop goals and keep me focused and on track to improve on my weaknesses. Hey, that's pretty cool. What are, what are a couple of things that, uh, that you've really taken from that book to heart and now you're starting to see some improvement? So I'm really starting to see improvement on my throwdowns. Before I got the book, I was around 62 on my throwing, on my throwdowns. But now after developing goals – and identifying that as one of my weaknesses, it's up around 75 miles an hour. Man, Gavin, that's a massive jump. I mean, what kind of time frame were we talking about? Was this over a couple-year period, a year, a season? Probably a couple years. 
That's huge. That's a big time improvement right there. If I tell you what, 75 miles an hour as a sophomore, that's getting a lot of attention already. I mean, that's, hey, you said you want to improve your arm strength. It's well on its way. Yes, I, I really recommend this book to anybody trying to get better at whatever their weakness is. Hey, say it. Tell us again the name of the book and the author. So it's the Zan Barksdale Throwing Journal from the Catching 101 website. I tell you what, he's got a great uh, social media presence as well. He's all over Twitter. He's definitely, if you're a guy out there and you're catching, specifically catching, he's one of the guys that you should be following. He's got a great, uh, he's got a great presence, great history, knows what he's talking about. That's a fantastic guy to be following. Sounds like it was a great book, too. I haven't had the opportunity to read it, though. It's a great book. Absolutely. So let me ask you, T-ball, three years old. That's kind of small, man. Yeah. I mean, you were definitely, yeah, you were definitely starting out early at three years old. So I have to believe that you probably have had some particularly, particularly memorable moments or achievements on the field. If you could think of one that really kind of stands out more than the others, tell us about it. And if you could just add to it, what'd you really learn? Oh, there's been so many moments over the years that it would be hard to name them all. But my 12-year-old season, I guess I wasn't really on the field, but I had an elbow injury that sat me out. And this taught me to pick up my team, motivate them, and just overall become a better teammate. I also learned in this time frame to call pitches, different coaching strategies, and just be a better student of the game. Man, Gavin, I got to tell you, that says a lot about you, especially that's a critical time. I mean, as a 12-year-old, it's kind of like the last time that you're on the small field, choosing the, your opportunity to really dominate, you know what I mean, through Little League and all like that. Yeah. And and to have a setback where you weren't able to play, I got to tell you, you know, there's probably a lot of kids that just would have found something else to do. But it sounds like you immersed yourself in the game really to the point that you were saying that it was helping you with calling pitches. I love that. How did that come about? So my travel coach at the time, Josh Easton, he kind of took me under and while he was calling pitches, he would tell me why he was doing it, what pitches he was calling. And just, it really helped me to become the best version of myself. I tell you, he sounds like a great guy. I mean, just a fan. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I really, really love that. And I got to say, he saw he must have seen something in you to be able to to continue to share that type of information. Because if you weren't absorbing it and weren't a student of the game, he would have never wasted his time. And so, I mean, I think that just speaks volumes of you. That's just a really cool story. Again, you could have taken hey. That was a bad situation, and it could have gone a lot of different directions. And it sounds like you absolutely made a positive out of it, learned something, and it's going to give you the ability to to kind of build off of that. Yeah. I mean, that just says a lot about you, Gavin. Yes, sir. I tried to embrace it as much as I could. Yeah, sounds like you did. Hey, uh, when you introduced yourself, one number really popped out right off the bat, and that was that 3.85 GPA. That's an outstanding GPA. So. How do you, how are you balancing your academics to achieve in the classroom while you're also doing so well on, on the field? I mean, it's not easy because I know you're spending a lot of time working out on your own, maybe have a trainer, certainly probably you obviously are playing on a summer team. You're playing fall ball. You're also playing spring ball in high school. I mean, that just takes a, a ton of your time. So how have you been so successful in the classroom? 
so my parents always stress school first. So that's really kind of always been my mentality. But I've been blessed enough to not have a lot of homework right at the time. I know that's and what I do get. I kind of get have the discipline to get done at school. I know that's going to get harder as I move forward in my academic career. But right now, I get disciplined enough to get it done in class, what I do have. That's a great strategy, Gavin. I mean, just take all the work on and, and get it done as it's coming in and not procrastinate. I mean, if you keep putting things off, it makes it so difficult. And I've seen it. I tell you, guys that aren't doing the things they're supposed to be doing in the classroom, it absolutely affects their play on the field as well. And and why shouldn't it? Because you don't want to be burdened thinking, oh, my goodness, I didn't do or I still have to do or what excuse can I come up with? You just want to have that totally free out of your mind so that you can focus on the game. And uh, that'll serve you well for the rest of your life. It'll absolutely serve you well in college. And, you know, and I'll also add, so one of the things that's so amazing about college sports, specifically college baseball, is uh, when you show up as a freshman, you're going to have two full-time jobs. And what I mean by that is baseball is full-time. Yeah. School is full-time. It's not easy. And uh, so you've got, the, you've got the right approach. When the work comes along, just go ahead and knock it out. Get it done. Keep moving along. You don't have to worry about it. Hey, again, everybody that's joining us tonight, thank you so much. Absolutely appreciate y'all being here. One of the, I mentioned earlier that we record this space. The reason we record it is we turn it into a podcast. The podcast is the Now D1 Speak Show, and you can find it on every platform that's out there. And I certainly hope that you'll go out there and find it. I will tell you that there's a lot of coaches that are subscribing now, getting a ton of feedback. And one of the beauties of this podcast is everybody that I interview – I put a description of who it is and put some measurements and where they're from and the position they play in the title. And it kind of gives the coaches this opportunity to scroll through fairly quickly and they can pick and choose who it is that they want to listen to based on their needs. And uh, so it's a pretty cool environment and uh, they don't have to worry about being on at at nine o'clock and trying to listen to it live. They can listen to it at their own leisure. And I would suggest anyone that is listening, if this is something that interests you, go find us. Again, it's now D1 Speaks and uh, subscribe. And if you want to give us a five-star rating, I certainly wouldn't tell you not to do that. In fact, I would appreciate it very, very much. Hey, tonight we're talking with uh, Gavin Herndon. He is a 25. He's a catcher. He's a corner infielder. He's a 25 graduate. He's in the state of Kentucky. So let me ask you here, Gavin. Tell, tell us or maybe kind of talk to us. And I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but are there any particular players or coaches that have really been influential in your development? Yeah, absolutely. There's been so many that, again, it would be hard to name them all. But I've been blessed to grow up in Henderson, Kentucky, which is a great baseball community. I'll be at the field working. There'll be coaches that working on the field. They'll see something I'm, that I need to tweak or doing wrong, and they'll come and coach me and kind of help me get through that. There'll be teammates that roll up to the field and I'll kind of and we'll have competitions and just push each other to get better. I love that, man. That's the kind of environment that you want to be in. You always want to have people that are willing to kind of pass along the knowledge that they have. And it sounds like you're somebody that just absorbs it, that you've got you got the thick skin, so to speak. And if somebody is coaching you instead of getting your feelings hurt about it or saying, hey, that coach doesn't like me, 
Instead, it seems like you have really understand what it is and you got your ears turned on and you're just absorbing what they have to say and then putting it to use. That's a fantastic trait right there, Gavin. Yeah, some of them that I would like to highlight, though, Josh Easton and Nathan Eisenberg were two of my first travel coaches. They were really good. Shannon Troutman, J.D. Yarn have been two very good hitting coaches for me. Anytime I've been in a slump, they've helped me through it, or anytime I just needed extra work in. As far as catching, Kyle Gibson, who is a former catcher of the University of Louisville, he graduated high school from Henderson, too. He also played in two College World Series. He kind of put me through different drills, catching drills, and just kind of put me ahead of the game at the time. Isn't it amazing what these guys will do? You know, these guys have played the game, enjoyed the game, and then their willingness to kind of give back. That always blows me away. I mean, sounds like Henderson County is, uh, is really blessed to have some fantastic talent that's, that's hanging around and wanting to help. Oh, yeah, it's a great community. Yeah, definitely sounds like it. So let me ask you something. You know, as you kind of roll into your se- or into your summer year with um, with the River City Royals, what what's like a short term goal? Something you're trying to necessarily that you would really like to be able to achieve this summer specifically. And then as you look over the last couple of years of your high school um, career, what is it that you'd really like to do? And then beyond that, so maybe three goals. We'll go all the way out. So what do you want to do over this summer? What are you really looking to achieve in high school? And then where do you see yourself maybe over the next four to five years? So you're wanting to know like some goals for the <laughs> high school season or the summer? Hey, I'm sorry, Gavin. I kind of threw off. I actually kind of increased that to three questions, didn't I? But first, you know, I'm just curious this summer as you're playing with the Royals, do you have any particular goals in mind? that you were thinking, man, if I could just do this one thing over the summer, this is what I'd want to be, what what I'd want to be able to achieve. We'll start with that. Okay, I really just want to improve on my weaknesses, get the get ready, and just, like, improve on the power, the, more contact, and just, you know, improve on the weaknesses as I get ready to compete for a varsity spot again. Gotcha. Absolutely. And, and how many, uh, you guys are already playing your summer schedule, I would assume. Yes, sir. We're, we have, we're into our fourth tournament next weekend. Okay, man, that's fantastic. Are y'all having a good, a good uh, summer? Not bad. We're struggling a little bit, but we'll, we'll tweak it. Okay. All right. Well, then tell us about high school. I mean, sounds like you had an incredible the, – the, the high school team had an incredible season. I mean, to get to the Final Four is massive. I don't care what state you're in. Kentucky's got great baseball. And to achieve that, that's – I tell you, that's, that's quite the accomplishment. I don't know if that was a senior heavy team or if, or if it was well-balanced. But I got to tell you, rolling into next year, your junior year, and then even the following year – I got to believe the expectations are going to be kind of high. Absolutely, they're going to be high. It's hard to compete for a performance like that again, but we have a good class coming up. We have a bunch of juniors or a bunch of seniors now, but we have a good group coming up. That's good. That makes it a lot of fun. Fun for the parents, fun for the coaches, and certainly fun for the guys that are on the team. Absolutely. And then finally – 
you know, just kind of looking out, you know, I mean, ultimately, once you leave high school, I mean, what is it that you're really wanting to do? So I'm, I'm wanting to go to college. Obviously, every kid wants to play professionally, but more realistically, I want to go to college, play in college while trying to earn a degree in either kinesiology or exercise science. I love those two degrees. I got to tell you, you know, it's so funny. I, I hate to say this again, say something else about my son. You know, my, hey, my, my son went to Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, he was a catcher. And uh, one of his, what, what, you know, he loved baseball, but his real passion was the weight room. And uh, he's an exercise science major. And, uh, and in fact, now, you know, that's kind of led him to really being a personal trainer as well. No longer in baseball, but baseball led him to what he's doing. So I can absolutely appreciate your, and I'll tell you something about exercise science, you know, be prepared. That is not a, that's not a degree that's a lay down. In many ways, I, I look at the courses that he's taking and the work that he has to do, and I'm like, you might as well just go ahead and be a doctor. I mean, it is, you know, it is biology heavy. So be prepared, Gavin. I'm glad you got that 3.85 GPA. You're going to have to put your brain to use when you roll into school. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Hey, everybody that's listening again, thank you so much. And if you're uncommitted, you know, if you're a 24 graduate, 25 graduate, junior college transfer, uh, and you want to be heard by coaches, and uh, please reach out to me. I'm on Twitter. I'm now underscore D1. I'll tell you, we've got a handful of days left in July to schedule, but uh, I'm looking at August now. I'd love to work something out, have you on. I think it's a great format, and uh, it's a good opportunity for you to um, – just kind of express yourself and let coaches know who you are off the field and some of the achievements that you've had on the field. Uh, tonight, we're talking with Gavin Herndon. Again, he's a 25 graduate. He's from the state of Kentucky. Uh, he wants to go and he wants to uh, major in exercise science, which is a fantastic degree. Uh, he's a catcher, corner infielder. Let me ask you something, uh, Gavin. You know, one of the things really to play at the next level, you, you got to be recruited. And, and the playing field for being recruited is a little bit different now. You know, you're going to have to really be your junior year going into August before someone can even reach out to you. So I think it's a big benefit now that the NCAA changed that role for Division One schools. I think it's a really big benefit. It, it allows guys to really focus on developing and kind of improving their game, getting bigger, faster, stronger, better at the game. And that's the things they should be doing. Instead of worrying about, hey, am I committed as a ninth grader? So, but but let me ask you, you know, where are you in the recruiting process? You know, or are you starting to reach out to some coaches, maybe sending some emails, going to camps, that kind of thing? And then really, what are you looking for for a potential school? We know the major you want, but are you, would, would a good fit for Gavin, you know, be like a large state school, small private school? Would you prefer to go out of state? Yeah, so I don't really have a lot of experience right now, kind of just getting started, just finished up my sophomore year. I do post Twitter and YouTube videos. I've emailed a couple coaches. And really what I'm looking for in a potential college is just a comfortable fit that allows me to keep playing baseball while earning a degree in either kinesiology or exercise science. Well, I got to tell you, that's uh, that's every parent's dream right there is for their child, you know, really to find the right fit in school. 
<laughs> There's no question <laughs> about that. So I can appreciate that. I think there was a great, great ad, uh, great uh, goals to be driving toward without a, without a doubt. Hey, let me ask you one more thing here as we kind of wrap up. Uh, if you had the opportunity maybe to talk to a, to a 12 year old, you know, that, uh, that you didn't have the opportunity to play your 12 year old season. But if you, if you were talking to a 12 year old that was saying, you know what, I'm pretty good at baseball. I really like baseball. I'd like to go as far as I can. What kind of advice would you give them? So just have fun. There's going to be ups and downs. It's going to humble you. The sport's going to humble you. You need to just stick with it. Trust the process. Don't look at the failures as a bad thing. Look at it as like a learning experience, a motivation tool to drive to get better. When you practice, don't just go through the motions. When I was younger, I would just find myself going through the motions. But that's not what practice is about. You need to focus on your weaknesses, find them, improve on them. When Aaron Judge was, you know, at his worst, he was batting under 100, something like that. He set that number as his lock screen to improve and to fight to not be like that again. And look at him now. He's one of the best in baseball. So that's kind of always really been my mentality. Man, Gavin, I tell you, that's really, really good advice all the way around. Sounds like something that you've been kind of working on, on your own. And now you, you can look back and say, hey, I did this, and, and this is probably a pretty good path for you to follow as well. I can absolutely appreciate that. Gavin, yeah. I got I to gotta tell you, Gavin, I really enjoyed this evening. Uh, you know, I think that you've got a tremendous future ahead of you. The thing that I, I really appreciate more than anything else is how level-headed you are. I mean, it, you know, I talked to a lot of guys, and, uh, you know, it, it's, I kept, uh, kept reminding myself that you were a 25. <laughs> and, uh, right, I think that you've just got a lot of maturity about you. The, the way that you accept training, that's not an easy thing. That's, that usually comes very late in life, you know, or late in a career, an, athlete, an athlete's career. And you've embraced that, you know, in many ways – I think that that injury as a 12-year-old might have been the best thing that could have happened to you. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Right. I think that's just phenomenal. And I, I, so I, I'm excited for you. I think you're right here. You're, you're really trying to figure out what your life is in the sense of what college I want to go to and how am I going to keep getting better in baseball. And I think that's a lot of fun for you. I think that you're in a, good, in a really, really good spot. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, I'll tell you guys, if you want to tune in tomorrow night, we're talking to a 24 uncommitted. He's at the state of Iowa, and that's Jack Horch. I think that's going to be a lot of fun to talk with him. I've actually had an opportunity to kind of exchange a couple of messages with him, and uh, he's got a great story. So I would really uh, kind of impress upon you guys to tune in tomorrow night. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Hey, again, Gavin, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely appreciate it. And, uh, man, I hope that there's nothing but the best of success and fortune for you coming up in the future. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, thanks again for being here. Good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, 
generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast. 